corner of Main Street, this is Lonely Town, a killer's podcast with Jimmy and Derek, bringing you all things killers-related, and tonight, or today, as you listen to this, we're going to talk about Read My Mind from Sam's Town, and this is going to be controversial. You might want to, uh, if you're driving, you might want to pull over, because we're going to get fired up. We should have marked this one as explicit. When you're when you're at work, you might want to not be in a meeting because you might get fired because you're getting so fired up with us. But uh, this is going to be a, a lot of a lot of commentary. I think I think we're gonna this might be on the album next to uh, this river is wild, uh, our most opinionated song on on the album of Sam's Town, and it starts off on the corner of Main Street. Uh, when I first heard this song. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that this was about Nephi. Uh, I've seen a lot of people uh, take pictures in Las Vegas. Uh, there's a famous, well, I mean, they're all famous, but there's a casino called Main Street Station in, in Las Vegas. Obviously, there's a Main Street in about every city across the, across the world. However, uh, growing up in Nephi, Main Street was our main outlet. It was the way through town. It was the way to... Uh, see who was out and about in town uh, when we grew up and we were in those uh, early teen, late teen years. That was our social media. That was our network. Is <laughs> We'd load up in the back of a truck or a station wagon or whatever we had access to. Suburban, uh, bi- Bicycles before that. <laughs> and you'd head down to Main Street and uh, you'd drive around and see, see who was out, see where the groups of people were, see what was going on. Uh, later, again, going back to going back to River is Wild, uh, when we talked with Adam, he talked about how they'd be hanging out at the park. Uh, that was kind of a popular thing that you'd do is you'd have your spot. Uh, we'd like the old mill park. Well, we first kind of started off with the, the chemo, uh, chemo craze camera lot, and then we kind of uh, moved over to the old mill park, our group of friends. Uh, some people would be at the city park. Some people would have uh, the car wash down on Main Street. It was almost like... Uh, we weren't gangs by any stretch <laughs> of the word, but it was like you kind of had your own your own little uh, turf where you and your friends would hang out, and every now and again you'd venture over and see what the uh, other kids were doing, and, and you'd go down on their turf and, and see what was up, and and kind of hang out because we really didn't have a whole lot. Like we didn't have cell phones, uh, internet was pretty primitive at that time. We had vehicles and we had radios. Uh, we didn't really have. I mean, did we have tape players? I guess maybe we had some fancy. Uh, CD adapters. CD adapters, yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, that was about it. So you'd go down, you'd hang out, and people would drive around and, and come find uh, their friends. And uh, so at the corner of Main Street, just kind of trying to keep it in line, where Brandon uh, grew up was just uh, a block east of Main Street. So every time I hear the opening to this song, I just think coming out to that corner happened to be about the same corner we were hanging out at. Uh, by the Old Mill Park and turning right or left and just trying to keep it in line. So I don't know where I'm going with that, but that's that's how I'm opening up. That's my hot take, Jimmy. Yeah, and I like you, you brought this up on one of the Pressure Machine songs or one of our earlier episodes about this being about dragging Maine and about getting in line and not falling behind. And I think, you know, that I hadn't thought of it that way before, but I've seen it more and more, or I've seen it more as I've looked closer at some of these Samstown lyrics. And uh, where it says, you say you want to move on and say I'm falling behind. You know, it's, I think it's an excellent metaphor for not keeping up with what was happening in Nephi and wanting to turn around and go the other way. And, you know, in the next verse where he talks about never really giving up, 
on breaking out of this two-star town. As much as it hurts, I think he's talking about Nephi, Derek. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> Nephi. Uh, we have to leave some doubt for because all, we don't see it that way. For all of our love and uh, beauty that's there, uh, coming from a hotel background that Brandon had, there's no four-star hotels in Nephi, that's for sure. Nobody would rate Nephi uh, a major metropolitan city or... You know, there, there wasn't five-star dining or anything like that. And, and it's going back to, you know, he wants to move on. People say he's falling behind. He's not going with the crowd. Uh, kind of we've, we've talked about that earlier. He didn't fit in. He didn't feel like he fit in. And he never he never gave up on getting out of this two-star town. That's This has been his goal. Uh, he's getting out of Nephi. <clears throat> when we talked to the mayor, uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to when we talked with Mayor Seeley. I know we got a lot of new listeners coming, you know, I don't know if they go back and listen to the back catalog or uh, maybe, you know, when you listen to that, it's been a while ago, maybe you didn't catch it. When uh, Mayor Seeley was on the city council for Nephi, he wanted to name a street after Brandon and the the family wanted to make a flowers way uh, right there by where Brandon grew up. And a lot of uh, other people in the meeting kind of uh, were mad. They were still upset. I don't know how long ago this was, <laughs> but they were upset because Brandon called them a two-star town. He called Nephi a two-star town. As of this recording, there's not a flower's way in Nephi. Uh, so there's still probably some hard feelings on um, how he perceived the town and how the town perceived him. Uh, but I think if you listen to the album and if you compare this with, with Pressure Machine, I don't think that Brandon disliked Nephi. I don't think this is anything that should be personal about Nephi. I think it just, he didn't fit in. It wasn't for him. Some people, Nephi's perfect for. And there's people that would move from Vegas and love to be in Nephi. And that would be their, you know, their Samstown. That would be their home. It never worked for Brandon at that time, especially in his life. And he never gave up on the on this dream to get out. So, you know, people will say, what do people in Nephi think about uh, Brandon? Or what do people in Nephi think about this new album and stuff? Uh, it's, it's not new with Pressure Machine. Um people's thoughts it came out and it was a whole album based on on Nephi and that's why me and Jimmy got a little nervous when we started the podcast thinking okay we know how people reacted or how we felt about being called a two-star town what's going to happen when we have a whole album about being a two-star town (laughs) Uh, luckily that wasn't the case and I think I think there's been a lot of growth I think if that was to be proposed now there'd be a lot better chance of there being a, a flower's way in Nephi Maybe Mayor Seeley, I know you're listening. Maybe we can we can readdress that and get that going again. Uh, but it's kind of like Jimmy says, we don't like that. It kind of makes us feel not important or like like Brandon was big time in us a little bit at the time when it come, came out. But really, it's just he didn't fit in and it wasn't going to work. And he knew that. And so there's something to know to knowing that and to being uh, in that process of, okay, this isn't going to work for me. I'm going to get out and find a place where it does where I think a lot of us just kind of say, well, I'm just stuck here. I'm, I'm just stuck here, and you're not going to do anything proactive about it. You're not going to do anything productive about it. There's people that live in Nephi that have been there since Brandon, that have the same feelings since Brandon, that gave up on getting out of the two-star town, and they've just accepted it. And those are the kind of people that you'll read online or whatever, that Nephi sucks, this place is horrible, <laughs> you know, it's a trash town. I mean... Main Street, green lights there, you can still get out. Brandon had a little fight and he did it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and now he's came back and has a different opinion, which I think a lot of us do with uh, where we grew up or, or spots we spent some formative years or, 
you know, issues we had with people growing up, whether it was not fitting in or being bullied or, you know, the, the cute girl they want to go to prom with you or whatever. So that's how I feel about that, Jimmy. That was a long answer to that question. <laughs> how do you feel about that? Well, I think, like you said, it's not a place that a lot of people go on purpose. You know, it's a lot, it gets passed through a lot. It says in This River is Wild, this place was, this town was meant for passing through. You know, for a lot of people, it's just a, a pit stop, like we talked about, I peed in Nephi, <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> and, you know, everyone has a different experience. For some people, they can't wait to get out. Some people love it. And that's okay. Everyone has a different experience. And we don't have to take it personal if somebody calls your town two stars. Not everyone loves it as much as, as we do. So I kind of like, too, where he talks about the green light. We've talked about the light in town. Um, but he's got a little fight. But he says, I'm going to turn this thing around. So, and that's a that's a pretty good mindset and attitude to have. If things aren't going your way, a lot of times uh, we just think, you know, life sucks and pout and we're stuck in this rut or whatever. We're not going to be able to get out. You know, at least in the song, he, he understands Nephi's not for him. He's, he's not giving up on getting out of this two-star town. We got the one green light. I'm not even sure if the light was there when he was there. Uh, but he's not going to give up on turning this this around and and making this a positive, which which he did. So uh, this is a pretty interesting song. I think going back to, uh, I mean, we've talked about it in the previous songs, but uh, with Sam's Town, I think there's a lot of uh, self-reflection going on there, uh, kind of that uh, biographical storylines put into the songs. And uh, Springsteen feel. And I think there's a few times in, in uh, this song, too, where it's kind of got that Springsteen tone of, you know, th this guy driving around town, but he's not going to let him down. He's still going to get out, and he's still going to fight. So it's kind of a complicated song, especially if you're from the fight alike, where it's saying that you're from a, a two-star town. But uh, there's plenty of one-star towns, so I guess we're better than them. <laughs> and, you know, as you grow and develop, I think if Brandon was to go back uh, and spend some more time in Nephi, which he's done, uh, maybe it's a two-star town, but we got a four-star heart. Maybe even five. So uh, it's not all bad. Well, the part about the green light and turning it around, I think just for me adds more more evidence for your your idea that it's about dra <laughs> that it's referencing dragging Maine because you know they're keeping you in line, wanting to move on. He's falling behind, and he doesn't even make it to the end of Main Street where you where you flip a Yui, where you where you turn around. He he decides that he's going to turn around early. And uh, he's got the green light to do so and, you know, fits right in with what actually happened in his life. So, and then I don't know what, how do you call this part of the song? It's not the chorus because it's not repeated, but um, the part of the song where he starts listing off things. Like, the good old days, honest man, restless heart, promised land, soul kiss, no disease, broken rest, victory, peace, whatever that is. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the lyric? Is that the chorus? I think it's the chorus, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, we're not songwriters. Me and Jimmy are just uh, friends from, from uh, Nephi. I guess it's just the next few verses are about, you know, just there's a lot of this listing things, which is kind of what we see in Boy. We talked about it when we did that episode. Yeah, go down that. I think the honest man, I think that's kind of interesting because if it goes back to he doesn't look a thing like Jesus, but he, he you know, acts like a gentleman. And this is the, the honest man from the good old days in the promised land. And it's going down that line. But then the subtle kiss that no one sees reminds me of uh, the getting by where he talks about uh, waking up early in the morning, quiet as a mouse, you know, when his dad would go out to work. Uh, I think it's kind of the same thing as uh, it's a, you know, it's a subtle kiss. Uh, sometimes, you know, you're going to bed or somebody's had a rough day or whatever. 
um, whether it's wife or, or kid or, or somebody like that, you'll just go give them a, a little kiss to let them know that you're thinking and caring about them, but you're not doing it to make a big public display or, or you're not doing it, you know, for anything other than to let them know that you love them. I think the, as I said, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this the pressure or the, I'm going to make this the pressure machine to uh, prequel, whatever I've been saying, whether it is or not uh, this whole album. But I think this leads right into that uh, mindset of what Brandon saw growing up between his parents. Uh, when his dad would wake up early in the morning, um, we talked with Carrie Jackson stuff about it, leaving at four o'clock in the morning, quiet, going, doing a hard day's work, coming back, having these goals and, and uh, beliefs in your mind. Uh, this is kind of the same thing of, uh, you know, it's just that, that subtle kiss that no one sees, uh, let your children know that you, you love them, you care about them, let your wife know that she's special to you, whatever the case may be. Uh, then it goes into the, the big trad piece, which is <clears throat> gonna be a mind-blowing, uh, <laughs> this is gonna be rivers wild as well. Uh, but the man in red, the big trapeze, uh, it's building this, uh, this story, metaphor, whatever it might be, about the circus and escaping Nephi, and the circus comes to town and how you can get out. And I think that uh, it came up more in this album than I realized, um, just going back to when we got ready to cover it and when we had a few going back and forth discussions. Uh, I, I hadn't even put together the, the trapeze and the circus aspect of this song at the time. I was too focused on Nephi and getting out of town, I guess. That's a good little tease for a future episode. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think there's uh, the writing style, obviously the music and stuff, but I think the little stories and telling stories, it reminds me a lot of uh, of the getting by. Definitely, I agree. And, I, you know, once we started looking at this album as a pre-pressure machine <laughs> and I started looking at this song, not just being about getting out of Nephi, but being about Nephi, I started making connections to all these things that I probably wouldn't have before Pressure Machine came out. One of the ones you listed uh, was The Promised Land, The Restless Heart, The Promised Land. And in the getting by, it says, my people were told they'd pro prosper in this land, which is a reference to you know, Utah being uh, a place where the Mormon pioneers felt they would come and prosper. And some people will say they didn't. Some people say they did. Uh, depends on your definition of prosper, but... And then, you know, the good old days, the honest man goes back to some of the things we've talked about, like sentimental heart that beats. It's like, you know, this Americana masquerade, American masquerade. Anyway, it's just loaded with the stuff that are, some of it's subtle. And so you might not agree because I see it, you know, we see, we're taking this hard, strong take, this strong well, take we, on, we see this is we about see Nephi, but you might not see it that way. Also, an interesting thing about this song, and we'll go down with the, the rest of the lyrics, because this is going to be one that we break down, probably every verse. Uh, there's a lot of people that get killer tattoos. Uh, I think this song is probably inspired more tattoos, as far as lyrics go, um, than, I don't know. I, I, it's not like I'm a, a person that just goes and looks at killer tattoos, but from what I've seen, there's, there's a lot of inspiration taken from this song. I think a lot of people, this song means a lot to them, I guess what I'm trying to say enough that they'd get lines tattooed on them. <clears throat> and one of them, um, I'll get, we'll get to the, the few of them, but one that I see a lot is the, cause I don't shine if you don't shine, which I think is, uh, I mean, it's a great, you know how people, I guess, put things, phrases on vinyl on their walls and stuff too. I just think that's a-, a Live, learn, and love, or live, yeah. laugh, love. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, it is a great, it's a great, uh, it's a great lyric because, you know, a lot of people have that attitude of, I'm going to overpower, I'm going to be the dominant person, I'm going to succeed, I'm going to push everybody down. Uh, I think this is going back, again, to family structure. I, I put it back with the, the old time. I, I'm thinking this about his dad with the, I don't know, 
for sure. But with uh, how it's going down with the, the subtle kiss, the good old days, the honest man, the hardworking guy, a lot of times in business and stuff, probably when you're trying to put together albums, making a music business, it's very dog eat dog. Power hungry, I'm at top. You're going to do what I say. We're going to do these singles. You're going to write this album, whatever. But I think if you go back to the, I don't shine if you don't shine. Like, it doesn't matter. We can be a team. Uh, I think that's something that he's probably learned from watching his parents work. We know that his mom had not glamorous jobs at all. And uh, his dad was waking up early and, and working in grocery sh uh, stores. So just that attitude of, you know, as a team, we're not successful unless we're all successful. And I think uh, a lot of people gravitate to that from what I've seen in the world of tattoos on, on killer uh, killer groups and, and Reddit pages and, and what have you. So uh, that's, a, that's a good lyric. But I think that's something that uh, not only goes back to that blue collar thing that I like to always bring up, uh, but I think this is kind of how Brandon must have been raised as far as we're a team, we're a family, we're going to succeed together. People get upset when he wants to take care of all of his uh, nieces and nephews uh, when they come and they get to go to the front of the line or when they all get T-shirts or whatever. But I think it's family first attitude. I think Brandon was raised uh, that way is how it seems of, you know, I don't shine if you don't shine. He's successful, but he's also going to take care of, of his family and everyone that helped get him there. And I think that's a good mindset. And uh, I think that resonates with a lot of people. In the middle of the next verse, he says, I pull up to the front of your driveway with magic soak in my spine. This is, you know, a lot of people wondered what it meant. Um, I, I would like to focus on the, you know, we've talked about our growing up in Nephi, dragging Maine, going to pick up our friends. When I when we pulled up to each other's driveways, it was to pick each other up to go hang out. And like you mentioned before, music was a big part of that. So, you know, you're singing along to this free bird or whatever. <laughs> free bird. <laughs> you pull up to your friend's driveway to pick them up. You honk the horn so they'll come out. You know, we didn't have cell phones. It was just like we were living the dream. <laughs> yeah, I saw, uh, I don't know if it was a Facebook video. Somebody asked Brandon what it meant, and he said, uh, you know, if you don't know what it means, it's not like something that you can explain. I kind, of, I kind of like to think of it, too, in the way that, you know, talking about waiting for a sign, which I don't know if he was waiting for a sign to get out of town or, or whatever. <clears throat> but when you're a teenager, you start going on dates. You start kind of having uh, attraction. I think of it too as when you're going to go on a date, especially a first date, or there's there's a somebody that you uh, are attracted to. You roll up to that driveway for the first time. You kind of get those butterflies, but there's also just that feeling of magic soaking in your spine. You kind of get that tingly feeling of you know it's kind of nerves, but it's not you know. So I think it become of that become some of that as well. It's just you know you're you're just getting all these emotions and feelings up in there that. You know what you're doing is uh, something that you want to be doing, but you're also a little nervous about it, but you're kind of excited about it at the same time. Man, I, I really think this is about Nephi. <laughs> I can picture driving up to somebody's house. Uh, you know, you just got your driver's license. Whether you're going to go hang out, you're going to go on a date, you're going to be uh, friends, you're, you're going to go cruise Maine, whatever. You get those feelings, and that's the first time you're kind of feeling these emotions, you know, and, and can you read my mind? I don't, I don't know, but it's like, can you relate to this? I mean, there's sometimes when you're hanging out with your friends, you're hanging out with that girl, you're, you're doing all these things, and you can almost just give each other a look, and you know what the other one's thinking. And that's kind of in this magic zone of you're kind of carefree, but you're not. You're stuck in this two-star town, but you're not. You've got plans to, to go, and you're kind of starting to get that freedom. And there's some people that are just on that same track as you, and when you're hanging around them or whatever, 
you, you don't really have to say anything. You just kind of give a glance or, or you know, a glimpse and, and they know exactly what you're thinking. And, you know, you turn into partners in crime. And for some of us, that's a great thing. And for some of us, it's probably not such a great thing. But it's just kind of a magical time in, uh, in your life. And I think, again, when Brandon's writing this, he's in his early 20s, uh, reflecting on his life experiences and his uh, formative years. It's all this time in Nephi that, that we're trying to capture and talk about. So uh, that's part of the reason why I think this song is about Nephi. This song can't possibly be about Nephi, Derek. The first line in the next, in the next verse... The teenage queen. There's no teenage queens in Nephi. Okay. Or, or loaded guns. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> the teenage queen, the loaded gun. I mean, come on, guys. You've learned a lot about <laughs> the bathing beauty contest. I have a story. I don't know if Jimmy's going to want to edit this out or not. I recently went to the Rose Bowl Parade in, in Pasadena uh, for, for New Year's and, and all that. And we were talking with some people, and they said, is this the best parade you've ever been to? <laughs> and I said... It's the second best parade I've ever been to. And they said, what's the first one? I said, the Bathing Beauty Parade in Nephi, Utah with Eustapi Rodeo. It was kind of as a joke, but girls on cars and bikinis or whatever. I guess they were not bikinis. No bikinis, Derek. They're, they're modest, on. mo- modest is- one-piece bathing suits. It's hard to beat that parade, but the, the Rose Parade was the close to you. They don't televise. <laughs> the, That's the, awesome. They don't televise or have the, the Bathing Beauty Parade anymore. But uh, yeah, the uh, Teenage Queen, I mean, obviously there's... Miss Nephi, Miss Juab County. I'm sure there's Miss Henderson. There's Miss Nevada. Yeah, there's Miss on the cover of Samstown. Yeah, Miss Samstown. And a loaded gun. You all saw the uh, the parking lot at NRP or heard the song about shotguns. That's very Nephi, not not too Vegas. I, I mean, the loaded gun in Vegas is a, is a mafia reference, I guess. I, I think this is more of, again, just kids driving around in the Southern Drawl. Is that what it says, Southern Drawl? Or Southern accent. Yeah, but you're skipping Drop, oh, drop Dead Dream and Chosen One, which talks, you know, which to me references Brandon's desire to get out of Nephi and, you know, Jesus that has made his way several times already in this in this episode or in this in this album, album. and in, you know, in our podcast. So, yeah, I think he's definitely having a, a religious uh, awakening as far as trying to, again, figure out what am I going to do? Am I a rock star? Am I a church goer? Am I going to be both? And, you know, that's going to be a, a theme that we have throughout not only this album, but, a pre, you know, other killer albums coming up. It's not a theme that he backs away from. I think he definitely makes a commitment and goes a certain direction. I guess we'll cover that more in the future. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Southern Drawl and the World Unseen, I think, again, is is referencing, if you go back and listen to the Unabridged uh, Pressure Machine uh, there's a certain dialect or accent that comes from Nephi. It's not we're not Southern, um, but, but if you were to talk to somebody and they were to try to guess where the person's dialect uh, originated from, that would be a good guess. It's not a Southern dr- uh, accent, but it is a Southernish drawl. Uh, there, there's a drawl, and uh, a world unseen again is going back to this bubble of. Have you ever seen the lights? Uh, man, you ever seen the, the ocean? There, there's stuff outside of Nephi, guys. There's things outside of Utah County. Uh, going back and even talking with Kerry Jackson, talking about how uh, people are just content and, like, he wanted to go visit these other worlds, you know. He wanted to get in the spaceship and go explore. I think Brandon's the same way of uh, there's this whole un- unseen world that you guys are just content with being here in this two-star town. And at the time, I kind of, I can kind of relate. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted to go out and experience life. I wanted to see what else was out there. Uh, I think some people are just good with growing up, being on the farm, Go to the Ute Stampede, 
you know, maybe going up to Provo a couple times a year to do some shopping and maybe hit a jazz game. I don't know. Maybe go to Salt Lake, but only if you have to. And maybe St. George for uh, for the for uh, a winter trip or something like that, you know. So uh, there is a whole world, world unseen. And, uh, again, if we relate this to Vegas, there's not really southern draws in Vegas. There's not loaded guns like what we had in Nephi anyways like that. And there's not really a world unseen. I mean, you go down the strip in Vegas, you got the Paris uh, Eiffel Tower, you got the New York, New York, you got uh, Statue of Liberty, you got Luxor with the the, pyramid. the the pyramid, you got Venetian down on the other side in Palazzo uh, with the Italian influences. I mean, you have every walk of life and every culture represented. So again, your honor, I give unto you. <laughs> I, I feel like we're beating a drum here. Uh, but the reason, and probably that we're, we're, I keep bringing it up and that I'm kind of passionate about this is I knew the song and there was references to Nephi, but until we went back to uh, go over this album for this podcast, I really thought there was just a couple lines here and there. Uh, I think the majority of this is about that growing up at, and, and his life experience through Nephi that we didn't think we were getting until Pressure Machine, where we said, when's he going to mention something about Nephi at the concerts? We're saying, when you going to mention something about Nephi, was he singing these songs, you know, so... I, I feel like my uh, my eyes have been opened, I guess, and I'm, I'm wanting to share that with all of our friends. Yeah, went over our head, and it's been there all along. It feels like, well, the last big verse says, slipping in my faith until I fall. We talked a lot about religious aspect of Brandon's life and lyrics. Yeah. I want to breathe that fire again. That's another probably common tattoo and just another common thread throughout the album of uh, redemption and finding your way back or getting back together with somebody, you know, that's cheated on you in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got the city wall on the trampoline and jumping. I think that's going back to uh, this trapeze theme of the circus and taking that leap to go with the, the circus and the crew. They're passing through. You're getting ready to, to go join the circus, and, and you're going to leave with the crew going out of town. Uh, when it hits the fairgrounds, you're not sticking around this time. You know, slipping on faith, uh, again, like Jimmy saying, it was just a, a struggle of, of you know religious things and and uh, the worldly things and uh, rock and roll things and you know where do I want to be slipping anyone that's that's you know got any belief whatsoever kind of has uh, parts in their life where they question it or where they decide what they're going to do whether that's you know I want to be the world's greatest uh, Mario Kart player or I want to go to church every week <clears throat> there's things or aspects in your life where you have to think what am I doing here is this worth what I'm doing do I really want to do this uh, you got other things in life that might be more important or seem more important to you at the time. So you're going to be struggling with uh, with some of that. You're going to have uh, faith crises or, or things come up. You have opportunities that might present themselves and, and just picking what you're going to do at, at an early age. Um, I can only imagine uh, being in that world and have that thrust on you. Of course, it's going to come across in your music. Well, I want to breathe that fire again. Is definitely It's followed by... A lyric about the uh, woman, and so it's easy to think that this could be about getting back together with somebody, but I think it also has the double meaning of, you know, in reference to slipping in my faith, they could be talking about feeling the Holy Ghost, you know. Well, I won't feel that again. Feeling the fire. <clears throat> yeah, maybe my life, I, I wasn't going and doing what I wanted to be doing. Ultimately, I've decided I want to feel that again in my life. I want to have that uh, connection again in my life. We've talked about this a lot, too. There's a lot of double, double meanings. I think Brandon writes a song and tells a story. That for a certain audience and certain crowd can be read one way, and for another uh, set of eyes or another belief system can be seen another way. So, uh, me and Jimmy try to straddle that line of uh, covering it to both sides, 
without alienating. <laughs> we don't want to alienate and have it be, oh, they just talk about religion all the time, or they never bring up the religious aspects of this. So hopefully we're doing a good, good enough uh, spot by just saying it's all about Nephi. <laughs> That's all we care about. All they do is talk about Nephi. Everybody um, else's interpretation is wrong. This is the only way to look at it. It's yeah, so, case. I mean, yeah, obviously it can be talking about woman, open the door, I want to feel that fire again, but it can be the same as... Uh, Okay, I'm gonna go back and and uh, try this religious thing again. I want to feel that fire again. A lot of people uh, talk about as you know, feeling the fire, the spirit, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so, could obviously mean that. Um, another tattoo, Jimmy, that I see a lot, and this is uh, definitely a Nevada reference. So I was debating throwing it in here or not, but since we got on tattoo talk, oh, I'll make it about Nephi. Don't worry. <laughs> is uh, is the the stars are blazing like rebel diamonds cut out of the sun. Uh, a lot of people like that. I've seen a lot of tattoos about that. Las Vegas, college teams, UNLV, Rebels. Uh, again, he talks about Southern Drawl, so I guess we could say, well, that's Southern Rebels. <laughs> uh, but I think that's a reference to uh, once he does get out of town, he goes with the Carnival and the crew, he ends up in Las Vegas, he ends up back to where he wants to be. He's left the two-star town, he's got that fight, he's going to turn his life around whether that's religiously or just getting out of Nephi. He gets down there, you look up at the stars, and it's you know rebel diamonds right there out in the desert where you want to be. Life is great. It looks like these uh, diamonds up in the sky. And then can you read my mind again? Um, he's looking for those people that relate with him. He's looking for people that feel the same way uh, now down in his new home as he was up in his, in his uh, previous home, I guess, whatever you want to call it. So I will give you that. I think that part, home means Nevada at that point. Counterpoint. <laughs> Where do you think you can see more stars, Derek? In Las Vegas or in Nephi? Depends what stars we're talking about. True. But when I re when I hear <laughs> see this lyric, I think white arrows will break through the black night. I think in Nephi, it's completely dark. You can see all the stars. In Vegas, the stars you see are all the famous people because the lights are so bright you can't see anything above the light pollution. <laughs> there, There's a lot of neon stars and there's a lot of celebrity stars in Las Vegas, but... Unless you're out in the desert or uh, in Nephi, out in the out in the desert, the same desert that connects uh, miles apart, uh, you can definitely see a lot of a lot of stars in the sky at night. Yeah, I think it just goes to show Brandon is a great writer. There's a lot of interpretations you can make of his lyrics. Our first episode about Pressure Machine was about West Hills, and when I went through and dissected those lyrics, it blew my mind. And it was it's been fun to continue to do that ever since, and we're gonna keep doing it. So. You better turn it off, <laughs> buckle up, or get used to it because it's <laughs> We're just everywhere. Getting, just getting started, but I uh, know you're free now. Uh, if you you can go to that work meeting, you can you can get back on the freeway if you if you pulled over. I appreciate it. Take your blood blood pressure medication. Me and Jimmy haven't mentioned it. We're we're really bad at publicizing that we have uh, social media accounts that we'd like you to follow. If you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed or give us a, uh, a two, well, don't give us a two-star. Give us a, a five-star Give us a five-star rating. <laughs> give us a five-star rating for a two-star town in the comments. Uh, but that, that helps us out a lot. It helps new people find us. I got a CD that I do need to give away. I haven't figured out how I'm going to do it yet, but I haven't forgot about it. There were some comments. I think it was over Christmas. I should have probably just gave, gave it then. But uh, I got some more some more stuff to give away and uh Maybe by the end of uh, the month or this upcoming month, I'll, I'll figure something out. Uh, I want it to be something beneficial that helps grow the show, but also rewards you people that have, have listened and supported us. We're aware of that, and we're grateful for everybody that, that listens and contributes or gives us a thumbs up or, or uh, listens and thinks that we don't know that you listen. Oh, we know. So thank you, everyone, for your support. 
and and you know there was a point where <clears throat> we were debating whether or not we would even continue after pressure machine and uh here we are to sam's town going strong so hopefully you still like what we're doing picking up what we're putting down i guess if you've listened this far you obviously have uh, but uh we're we're grateful i don't know that we say that a lot and uh, we're thankful and uh, please give us follows and all that kind of stuff because it helps the show grow all that being said jimmy i'm gonna go back on main street and i'm gonna head home because that's another episode down from lonely town <laughs>